All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Heroes You Deserve episode 12. I'm Henry. I'm Mike. I'm Richard. And you. this is going to be the review of Captain America Civil War, Captain America 3. We all watched it last night, and so we are ready to tear it apart. Right? Right. So yes, right. be warned, we will be delving deep into spoiler land. Right. So right now is your chance to pause our video, run to the theater, watch the film, then come back and watch our video. Or walk. I mean, there's no rush. Right. Yeah, d- d- be safe. Be safe. <laughs> It'll probably be sold out. But uh, just be warned, this is going gonna, gonna to be spoilerific. We are going to be talking about specific plot mm-hmm. points or specific scenes, characters, whatever. And so... Just be warned. Yeah, this is this is it. Yeah. Last time, last warning. I'm gonna bl- blazing it across the front here. If you weren't listening and are only just kind of half watching, I'm gonna put an alarm. There's gonna be a big spoiler alert flashing in front of you. That's it. This is your last chance. Good. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, where's the good starting point? Um, I liked it. I thought it was awesome as I put it on Facebook. Was yeah, you did. Um, uh, almost immediately after the film, and you know, you had. You drew quite a, a crowd. I mean, everybody uh, that we know was, of course, there for the Thursday opening. Right. Um, and it looks like Friday was every bit as packed. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when we left, we, we went to the first showing, uh, all three of us. Uh, this was at 7 uh, p.m. on Thursday. And we left the theater and the 9 o'clock and subsequent shows uh, we're still queued up outside, yeah. and there was a ton of people out there. It was nice to see. Actually, I'm not, first of all, because we have a really nice theater, so I'm glad to see it get all that business. But in addition to that, it, you know, it was it was good to see, uh, you know, the first summer blockbuster, and and having it be a superhero film really get the attention it deserves. And it's good to see movies start early because back in the day it was just midnight premieres, twelve oh one, but right. now. Lately, in the past year or two, they're starting at seven or nine o'clock. So maybe to get get more money in the box office. Absolutely, weekend. absolutely. And who, I mean, who can blame them? You know, I, I would do the same thing. Yeah, Thursday's a big day now. Right, and, and I, it, it tabulates towards the weekend grosses too. So it's it's not, it's it's the most obvious thing for them to have done. But it took them forever to finally grow a brain and decide to do it. And surprising, there's a couple of co-workers that still are not aware of the 7 o'clock or the 9 o'clock. They're all still thinking in midnight, mm. a screening mode. You're, yes. Yours as well? Yeah. Oh, I'll do the midnight show. Like, like, well, you don't mid- have midnight. to do the midnight who, who show. The but midnight? Yeah. Do they even make one available anymore? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 So there is an actual midnight show still. still so if you're into that, that's still a thing apparently. Yeah, right. So uh, where's a good starting point? I mean, should we? Dig into it, man. Since you since you kicked this off, um, I liked it. Uh, it was, I guess you can compare it. I'm going to compare it, okay, a little bit to Batman versus Superman because I think there is a very similar outline in the fact in the fact that there is a villain that manipulates the heroes to fight against each other. Oh, you know, I didn't draw that parallel, but you're yeah, actually 100 no. correct. That is that's true. And so, well, right. Well, well yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I just, I have a hard time giving Zemo that much credit. And I'll talk about that a little bit later as far as how he, his plan kind of happened. That is how it panned out though. It, it, it's panned out, but I think Lex was a bit more hands-on uh, as far as directly kind of, you know, initiating it. I mean, he directly talked to, I mean, it was a little bit different, but yes, the, the basic skeleton is the same. I have issues with Luther's plans though. 
Well, I, I have a yeah. I mean, of course, but I mean, it was still he was still definitely more hands on than Nemo than Nemo than Zemo was. Uh, <laughs> We're Zemo's, not finding Zemo here. Zemo, Zemo's plot left a lot to chance. I want to see a meme internet. Well, so make a meme so finding, finding Zemo. Well, oh, but he directly kidnapped Lois. He directly egged Superman. I mean, it was a it was a he, Superman had no choice. So I mean, there was there was nothing. I mean, he felt he had no choice, and so he literally went out there. I know where Bruce was coming from. But this fight here between Captain America and 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 Iron Man was a, there was a lot of moving parts to this plan, a lot of moving parts, and just the fact that he let it slip that you know it was a it was a doppelganger in the tub. I was even wondering like why the hell did he leave the doppelganger in the tub and then lead people? Oh, I get it, so that Tony would go over there and they would have that final. But there was a lot of moving parts to this plan, and he was really kind of super hands off on it. He was he was always detached by two or three steps. I mean, it is the same basic story. I agree with you. I just think that a lot could have a lot more could have gone wrong for Zemo. Well, I I think Luther left too much to chance because I mean the whole beginning scene about the the desert scene when he rescues. Well, we haven't seen that whole scene yet. It, that was definitely cut out. I I. No, we saw what we saw. Though. Yeah, we saw what we saw. But you're right. I, it's just I'm talking just strictly with the ending, as far as the ending of of Cap. The cat movie and the ending of, of, of Justice because the structure of these movies is very similar. The first two thirds of the movies are, are very slow and it's kind of setting stuff up, and and all of a sudden that last third act is just where everything happens. And yeah, and, exactly. and I, I mean, I mean, they, yeah. down to the scene where you know Cap and and Iron Man are fighting, and then you know they both remember their moms are named the same. And yeah, then there's like, a lot. Oh, yeah, truth, bro, and everything's cool. And there was a lot of similarities. I just, you know, to me, I, I just, I'm not giving Zemo that much credit yet uh, because, you know, the Accords had to happen, which means that Wanda's screw up had to happen. And then, you know, he didn't know that the that the group was going to split even before the video was viewed. I mean, there was a lot of things that had to happen. But see, another another thing that both right. movies had in common is that the government was holding the heroes accountable for all the deaths. Yes, Yes, and there was know, a lot of similarities. Of, yeah, it's it's kind of an odd stance for for these films to be taking too, um, given well, the current political yeah. environment. I mean, it's kind of ballsy uh, when you think about it, because you know it's 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 a very polarizing issue, and both of them seem to have gotten away with it unscathed. Well, I definitely understood it fr from on on the justice side because we're dealing with an alien here. They weren't really concerned too much with Batman, but they were definitely concerned with the power that Superman brought to Earth. On the Avengers side. Um, I definitely understood it. It was just I could I could the only point that I could agree with for Captain America's side, and I didn't really care for his points of view for most of the movie, but the idea that he had to answer now to 187 countries for everything, and and I and I under kind of understood where he was coming from there. Like, well, now we have to run everything by them. But again, it, it took the screw up with Wanda to create this. I thought, or at least that's the way the movie came across. I don't know that any of the accords would have happened if that one little screw-up hadn't have happened. So there was a lot of, you know, little things that if they didn't happen... Well, I think that Scarlet Witch incident with Crossbones, I think, was a catalyst. But had, it not, had that not happened, there would have been another event. Possibly. I think it was, again, um, setting up that same false flag that they did in the comics with Nitro and the, the New Warriors. Was it the New Warriors? Yes, yeah, it was okay. the New Warriors. Um, wherein, you know, all they needed was just one thing to go wrong for them to, like, march out this plan that they've already been cooking up for ages. I mean, they brought out this Bible-sized 
you know, Sokovia Accords um, to them within a few, like, what was it, a day or two? Yeah, it was, there was, well, there was really was no sense, sudden. there was really okay. no sense of time passage in this movie either. Things just kind of happened very quickly, you know, even like from, was, the film moved at a breakneck pace, so but I mean, even like, I didn't even know, no, well, I mean, it's not so much pacing from the movie perspective, but like, you had the explosion at, at Geneva, and then like, then like, you know, Winter Soldier spotted in, in where he, where, where was he spotted? And I'm thinking, is this the same day or how many days have passed? It's been a week. Like all of a sudden, you know, well, I'm thinking, well, if it was the same day, he couldn't have been in Geneva if he's over here. You know, it was a completely different city. And so it was really hard to tell the passage of time with some of these kind of jumps from locales. And I didn't, I was kind of, I wasn't taken out of the movie. I was like, oh no, you know, I can't follow this. But it just didn't make, it didn't, it didn't seem to kind of flow, I think, the way they wanted it. Because for me... If this building just blew up and Winter Soldier's over here, well, it's obvious he didn't do it. So obviously, some time had passed. They just never told us how much time passed. So th- there was little things like that. Uh, I can't, still can't remember the name, the name of this. Well, I mean, at the very least, the, 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 the chronology was linear. I mean, yeah, we weren't jumping back in time or anything weird like that. Like um, flashbacks. Yeah, nothing like that. I mean, <laughs> well, no, not, not not to beat up that film anymore, but I mean. <laughs> Well, well I mean, there was flashbacks but, but, to so Winter Soldier. Well, yeah. They absolutely. set up the MacGuffin sure, pretty sure. early. Right. I mean, which again was um, it kept, left you wondering what what that what does that have to do with the movie? Yeah, and, and you considered okay, well, what was that? Is what that was the, in it? Is that the stuff they're going to use to reactivate these uh, other Winter Soldiers, or you know? So it right. had me had you guessing up into the last minute, but I did get a very um, Iron Man three vibe from from what we ended up getting. Did you? Yeah. Did you feel that too? Mm-hmm. With the what you know, with the reveal of what the villain actually was. Oh yes. Excuse me. <clears throat> Proceed. No, so uh, I guess I I can again see the correlation between uh, those two movies, but I think, in my opinion, I think Zemo executed it a little bit better. Uh, like f- for example, because if you look at if his plan worked, so if Captain America had killed Iron Man or vice versa, I mean there would have been. Uh, repercussions. I mean, that was the whole point because he wanted uh, the heroes to battle each other and Avengers would fall apart or scandal or whatever. Well, right? it's right? kind of like what Whiplash said. You don't have to dist- you don't have to you know destroy God. You just have to make him bleed. Right. And it's- I think he was he was willing to go as you know maybe not as far as having them kill each other, but it was a black eye for them to even be fighting amongst each other so publicly. Right, and plus it, and the ending kind of leaves you thinking that the Avengers are not together or co- cohesive unit oh, anymore. Oh, they're uh, not. An obvious right. rift. There's no, and I don't see how Tony could ever forgive. I don't see that ever happening. Right. And if they do, I, I think it's a total cheat to the character development that they've given us. I think they really, really made Cap out to mean. I, I never felt this way before, but I totally felt for Tony Stark in this movie. And I mean, I, it's not that I agreed with Team Cap and Team I Team. That's just marketing. That to me, that doesn't mean anything. To me, the fact that 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 the Cap was able to do what he did and have zero empathy for what Tony Stark was feeling. I mean, obviously Tony Stark has been going through all kinds of guilt because of Ultron and all the other stuff. He's giving away money to all these MIT students. He's doing all of these things, try, trying to make himself feel better. And Cap is just being Cap. Don't you, know? you feel like he's like paying indulgences at that point? At least like um, you know, um, you know, when you could pay to to absolve yourself of sin. Well, um, I don't think he knows any other way. It, I mean, he, I don't think he knows what he's doing. And even him signing off on the Sokovia Accords was more of that. Yeah, 
it, it you know there wasn't any actual i mean he probably felt in his heart it was like a uh, the the right moral decision to do that um to, to to hold him accountable and he played pretty fast and loose with, with some of the the language that they were throwing at him um he seemed very okay with the control thinking oh no we can back in the safeguards it'll be fine um only again to get this momentary fix in place so that his conscience could be um but i think he was vulnerable because of the breakup of Pepper Potts and then that confrontation yeah. at the elevator with the woman, yeah, it comes back and hits. So he's vulnerable. He is vulnerable. So the 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 timing of the accords made. I, him... I think I think he was just trying to make it go away. He was just trying to appease them, and he's and he was told Cap, you know what? Yeah, okay, we can do all of these things, but just let's just not cause any problems. Can we just kind of just be chill for now for a while? Does it have to be like, can we, do we have to be contentious? I think he understood Cap's reservations. I don't think he was blind to them. I just think that, can we just be a team and, and just kind of, let's just do this for now. And, and I understand where you're coming from, but I, he was, he was in a really bad place. Yeah. And his frustration was very palpable. So I mean, credit again to, to Robert Downey Jr. for really okay, I, selling. He, he, he was the best actor in the movie for me. Oh, um, well. No, acting-wise, as far as range and acting, I mean, I appreciated Chadwick, Chadwick Bowman's, Boseman's performance. Oh, God, wasn't but, he amazing? But to me, to me that, this was uh, definitely Downey's movie, for sure. Okay, so I guess, I'm, are we done beating up? You well, know, well, are, are, we, are, we, are we done, like, like I guess, um, going after the nitpicky things? And can we, like... Well, maybe... he was, we were just talking about the parallels uh, with uh, Batman v Superman, because that's what he brought up. I mean, I haven't talked about my issues with the movie or anything like that we were just talking about zemo oh well, then that then we can i guess that's enough in regards to the comparison yeah. so hashtag then, finding zemo make right. it happen <laughs> make it happen all right i guess moving on to the next topic okay so the next topic i guess let's start off with what we liked about the phone and then we will touch on what we don't like so i guess that's fair right? okay uh, yeah uh i i liked ant-man and spider-man weren't they awesome they were awesome <laughs> Giant Man. I'm gonna fanboy out. I don't care. I thought the the introduction of Spider Man was very well done. I thought the the interaction between Tony and Peter Parker was 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 great, and the whole Spider Man appearance of and we I look back at our trailer. We didn't think we didn't think all three of us didn't think Spider Man was gonna have such a big role. No, we thought it was gonna be a perfunctory. Oh, hello, yes. I'm Spider Man. Right. I got your I got your shield. Right. And then, whoop, off he goes. Right. That's what we all thought. And he played a major role. And and I think that was one of the best Spider Man fights. I mean, on screen in real life. I mean. I think that was him, the fanboy, young, teenage, overwhelmed fanboy, but fighting them at the same time. You know, oh, you have a steel arm. Awesome, you know? I think... You, oh, God, when he starts reading his Miranda rights to, to Falcon. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, come on. And he had a he had the New York accent down. Mm-hmm. He, was a, he was a really lovable kid. Um, really not a whole lot to dislike about the introduction of... Uh, this iteration of Spider-Man into the MCU. I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going with him. Um, the homecoming thing seems like a bit of a, you know, two fingers up to, right, and, to and, Sony. But. And interesting, one of the starter words for the Winter Soldier was homecoming. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, it's a good play on that. But uh, I liked, I thought 
we were all also kind of worried about how they were going to introduce Spider-Man, how they were going to introduce Black Panther. But I thought it was very well done. It made sense in the context of the story of his introduction, a brief, brief origin kind of sort of how he came to be and his place and how he took the up film. the mantle right. right and man did he nail it right and uh, i was surprised we had a really lively crowd for our um mm-hmm. for our showing and the pop that black panther got was really really awesome i was mm-hmm. like i'm like hey these guys these guys know black panther or at very least we're excited to see a new superhero uh make his debut um and man he was he was a badass i mean richard uh even i mean even you i'm not trying to like uh, you know pick no, on you uh, here but look you, you i mean you it, liked black panther's it, entrance i mean you've, you've said as much I, to us in private I i've mean, always tried to be as fair as possible and i've always said if it's good i'm going to tell you that it's good oh yeah you've always shot straight i mean and I, we give him shit but i'm honestly <laughs> um he shoots straight he's never you know just being contrarian for the sake of it you know um, what we get from Richard is never, always he's never blacklisted Richard. or blackballed. Any. <laughs> <laughs> I I really public. I was really impressed with the presence of Black Panther. I thought that it was done extremely well. I you know you you there was three characters and only I I'm I'm sad to say I mean I'm not even talking about Donnie's performance because I really enjoyed Donnie's performance but there was just really three characters that I looked forward to seeing on screen. In this movie. And unfortunately, Ant-Man was not one of them because I, I kind of thought they wasted him a little bit. I mean, yes, Giant-Man was pretty cool, but I, I didn't get to see Paul Rudd enough, I thought. And I wanted, I mean, part of Ant-Man's charm oh, I, I, I agree completely. Paul I, could, I, I could not I have gotten more of him. I could have I... seen more Paul Rudd in this movie, and I don't think, I mean, even his lines were just kind of like, oh, man, I, I wish they would have given him a little but bit there more. there were a lot of characters. Well, yes, but, you know, they really gave a lot of love, in my opinion, to Falcon. I thought Falcon in this movie was the coolest he's ever been. I thought he had probably some of the funniest lines, some of the best lines. And it makes sense because, I mean, if this is a Captain America movie, Captain America and Falcon are, are yeah, connected Sam, to Sam him. Wilson. And this is well, but they... They, really, they really gave him his due. I mean, he would literally was the, like the trinity of, if you think of, of this movie, was Iron Man, Captain America, and Falcon. Because Falcon had almost as many lines as the other two did. And he was kind of like the everyman voice, you know, they, he was not, he was not as principled, I guess you want to say as, I mean, he was following his friend and he believed in his friend. So he was on team cap. I mean, this is very much like when his, his, his line from Winter Soldier. He's like, Hey man, I just do what he does. Only yes, slower. Right. Um, I really, really liked Falcon a lot. I really liked Black Panther a lot. Uh, you know, I definitely can see myself enjoying a Black Panther movie if this is what I we're am seeing. really stoked for that. Um, and, and I really that's contrary to what we what you had also mentioned. Well, in the, in the see, trailer too. Again, um, I don't know anything about the character. Right. So you see, a lot of times when people have a bad experience at the movies, it's because they have expectations about what this character should be. Mm. Okay, we're already having issues with the Joker for Suicide Squad. Yeah, you mentioned that. You people know, wanting to own the you know, character. Yeah, I mean, people want their characters to be a certain way. And when you have something like Black Panther, which I didn't know anything about, I already was in. I was, I'm hooked because I don't know. I didn't have any expectations. Yeah, your cup's and, empty when you're going and, in. That's great. And, and some people say, well, it's because they did it exactly like the comics. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But I know that before this movie was even announced and before the Black Panther movie was announced, nobody really read Black Panther comics. I mean, let's not lie to ourselves. He's not top tier or second tier, maybe third tier character as far as the comic books are concerned. So for them to be able to do this with a character like his, this character, 
And for him to pop, like you said, the way he did and carry the, the presence that he had. I mean, he was super regal. You know, before he was the very, Iron Man you know, film, you could have made that same argument for Iron Man. Because well, yeah. he was, I mean, nobody was buying But, you know, Iron they haven't Man really comics. done the same with Hawkeye, for example. Hawkeye is just kind of like an afterthought. And Black Widow, to a degree, is as well. Well, I mean, he's sure. he's very utilitarian in his actual on-screen use. I but mean, you see what I mean? How some characters, I don't know if it was the actor. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. But it worked with him. I like Jeremy Renner. He's and, okay. um, as for, of course, Spider-Man was, was really, really good. I, I really enjoyed all of his scenes. I thought, you know, he was just funny enough to be Peter Parker without overdoing it. I think, you know, I'm not sold. I'm not I'm not sold on the genius of the Russo brothers. I think they they need a lot of work with their visuals, but they do know Spider-Man. I mean, they they I think this is the best Spider-Man we've ever had on film. I've never been a Maguire fan, so I I I really don't care for the first 3 movies. I kind of like Garfield's first movie. I I I liked him, but I really liked what they did here. Um, uh, with with uh, Tom Holland, uh, everything was 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 perfect. It was pitch perfect, and it, and it did put a smile on my face. It wasn't enough for me to think this whole movie was amazing, but I definitely wanted to see more of him. Spectacular, perhaps, yeah, or <laughs> spectacular, or even superior. Mm. Um, Let that and, be a movie soon. And, <laughs> and it was nice also to see a. And I mean, I, I didn't expect to see you know hot Aunt May. That that made me. That kind of really took me yeah, out of that. I'm that like, oh, we're doing okay. We're doing this. this so is this our, is what we're I'm, doing. Okay, I'm so okay with this though. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, Marissa needs to work. But well, um, plus, plus her last name, Academy Award winner. Her, her last Tomei. name sounds like the character's name anyway. Tomei, yeah, Tomei, Aunt May. Yeah. So and, and Tomei. So for <laughs> me, those were the things that I really liked the most. Anything that had to do with Spider-Man, anything that had to do with Black Panther, and basically any scene that had the Falcon, Falcon in. Sure. Did uh, did we touch on everything that you liked? I know you kind of. Oh yeah, I was trying. To, honestly, yeah, you, you. I mean, aside from that awesome airport fight, that I mean, the, the movie culminated in that. I mean, sure things happened after that, but that was the climax of the film. I mean, I, I, there was an end scene. You probably couldn't. And then fight. There was even yeah, a fight. There was fights after that. Sure. And good ones, even. Right. But that was what the film culminated in. This awesome airport fight where we saw everybody sort of... I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of betrayal. It was a lot of weird character choices well, here. Well, I mean, that, but, you know, it was, it was kind of cool because people were, like, fighting each other, but... You could tell they were holding back. Everyone was holding back, so we, we what we saw was a superhero exhibition bout, if you will. And um, I don't think Winter, I didn't hate it. I don't think Winter Soldier was holding back. Oh, he was probably the only one really going in, like, okay, you're gonna punch me, I'm probably gonna snap your leg. Um, I, I think I think for the most he part, went hard. I think Paul Rudd inadvertently went hard, um, or or Ant Man, yeah, Ant Man went hard, like, but he was a giant. For the first time successfully, um, and he was pretty pleased with himself for having done it in one of the funniest, funniest scenes I've seen in forever. Um, his little, <laughs> yeah. when he's like, yes, I nailed it, and I'm a giant, come at me. Um, watching everybody react to that, too, um, was just, it was a lot of fun. The film was fun. Again, it culminated in that really fun scene, and in a film where you have some pretty deep um you know, subject matter, you know, it, it was nice that some fun could still be had. Because this could have been a really bleak film if they really stuck to that um, really dark subject matter. That Well, know, I would have to say... Personal whole... responsibility versus, um, you know, 
being, I guess, part of a larger body that is governed by, you know, government control or personal control. I guess that's what it came down to for for Stephen for for uh, for uh, Tony. And speaking of large bodies, do you do you still consider this? A Captain America 3, or do you consider this an Avengers? You know, you can make the argument for it being an Avengers film. It is an Avengers film. For the fact that the, every one of them, save Hulk and Thor, were present. Um, I would have really liked a better explanation as to where they were. I mean, it seems really weird. I like that they used it as a point to needle them. Well, I, I know the so point. It, it, was, I, it I, was yes, very but, uh, meta, but I but, mean... But the idea that they didn't know where they were seems to make the Avengers still seem out to look like novices. Well, they are. Well, they are in, the, in that universe. And it, <laughs> which fits into the narrative of them needing Control, regulation. regulation. Tabs, keeping tabs. Some with someone... Um, uh, oversight. Sure. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't believe that they wouldn't know where they were. I, it could have very easily. Okay, just well, said, they have. An, they have professionals in Black Widow, Captain America, and Hawkeye. And but Black Widow should know where Bruce Banner is, shouldn't she? She does. He should, she could have said, "Well, he's on an assignment or something." No, no she said. Know. She said she she was being very coy about it. I guess. I don't know. I just got. I mean, it was I mean, Tony goes as far as to ask her where he is, and she's like, mm-hmm, "Look at my boobs." He was too expensive for the movie. Mm-hmm. Probably, or they just didn't have a place for him in this one because there was well, a no, lot. There no, was a lot they, of moving parts. It's not a already. coincidence. It's not but a coincidence. Back they... to what Henry was talking about. Yeah, you could seriously make the argument for this not being a Captain America film at all. I kind of, s- I see a little bit of both, but I I still think it it's kind of a. Everything it's was orbiting continu- around. It's him. a continuation of the Winter Soldier because Captain America Two Winter Soldier named it was named as such. I think it was all introduction and and uh, of the. Well, Richard made an excellent point during our pre-show interview that this is more a Winter Soldier film than Winter Soldier was even. Um, yeah, I mean, and it was, and you know, this film was, was good for it because it's a really. The movie was all about him and the five Winter Soldiers. I mean, this should have been Captain America Winter Soldier. I know, Soldier. and that was, that was such a tease. Well, I think part, it two, have been. part two was the introduction of Winter Soldier that and, should have been and who it was. And this was kind of like, now that we know Winter Soldier, I mean, now how do we deal with... Yeah, we're going to put some meat on those bones. Yeah, how do we deal with something that, that can easily turn him into a bad guy? I mean, it's kind of still a continuation of that story. Yeah, I mean, when you test his loyalty that way, right? I mean, there's really only, you know, Tony says, you know, uh, you know, we were friends, right? But not that kind of friends. Not not going back to the '40s. I mean, I don't. I think his expectations were a little a little high of what their friendship was. I think he took them being chummy as them being friendly, which is not at all the same thing. Yeah. You know, they work together. Um, you and I work together. Yeah. But are we chummy? We're chummy. We're yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. That's we're cute. friendly. That's really cute. We're we're okay. we're we're in public now. I mean, not we can, we're gonna say it on camera now. It's a love that yes. dare not speak its name. It's <sighs> the right. beards. Yes. It's like it's Velcro. The yes, it's the beards. All right, so I guess we all touched we all discussed what we liked. Yeah, I think we all landed on the same place too. Yeah. Pretty much the, the popular points are the the fights and and Black Panther, Spider Man, Ant Man, for you know, mm. I, I think. Um, I guess we can move on to what we did not like, right? Right. All right. So now uh, we're moving on, and we're going to discuss the the parts or the points or what whatever uh, about what we did not like about the film. Right? Yes, we're good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I believe it's that time. Okay, it's that time. 
And Mike, since we were just talking off camera, I'd like for you to start. Okay. I have one okay. glaring problem with okay. this film. Okay, shoot. Okay. A lot of the comedy, even though it landed, was very misplaced. You know, some of it was very organic. Um, you know, the Paul Rudd jokes. Um, obviously, I mean, that's that's what he's there for. But some of it... Like what? Like specifically, the, sure. like when he's kissing Agent Thirteen, mm-hmm. and they they cut to the the bro mm. thumbs up, sure, way out of place, man. Considering what they were about to go do, um, again, it didn't take you out of the moment, but it was enough to like really make me go like, are we uh, seriously? Are we doing this? Are we throwing in the yucks just for the sake of yucks? Yeah, it's and Marvel. Again, it's, a, it's a Marvel movie. I know it's expected, but I mean. Make it organic. They did great with it in other films. Some of this was just, you know, egregious use of comedy just for the sake of getting it in because that's brand. So, I mean, I get why they do it. I know that it works cinematically. I know that the crowds like it. Um, But it's a little disrespectful to the storyline when you're about to do something serious and you just, you know, give a little wink and a nudge. Um... For the sake of it, I mean, I get it. The jokes were good. They landed. They were they were funny. They were genuinely funny moments. I mean, um, even in the crowd we were in, everything that was meant to be funny got a laugh. Everything that was meant to be awesome got a cheer. But again, some of it was a little a little ham fisted. Even even you know, uh, the entrance of of Spider Man. Even the you know, the the hero pose of the Black Panther, while the character certainly deserved that moment, didn't feel very organic. It's not a detriment to the story, but um, cinematically it wasn't quite right. It just didn't quite fit. Um, they should have made better choices with how they portrayed uh, the character's introduction. That's just my opinion, and then, then of course, like like I mentioned, the, the jokes. You don't need to shoehorn them in. You already have the formula for integrating them organically. The characters are inherently funny. Scott Lang's a funny character. Peter Parker's a Peter Parker is a funny character. There's no need for extra jokes. You don't need to make Hawkeye funny. You don't need him. I mean, um, Falcon when he's funny. It's that dry wit, so that that's it's really cool when he is, because he's bird at, costume. Really, you're killing me. Yeah, that was good. That was good, but again, really misplaced considering what just went down. Well, okay, so you're per, it's a perfect segue to my whole problem with the movie is that it's and and it, it's it's supremely formulaic. First, the movie is supremely formulated. All Marvel films and, are. And to a point now, people are going to say, well, they're successful, so, you know, deal with it. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But some of us actually go to a movie to witness a cinematic experience, not just another yeah. blockbuster. I don't disagree with that even a little bit because this was a complete by-the-numbers yeah. Marvel film. It was, and... I think the my biggest problems with the movie stem with the directors. I, I just think they're not ready to be handling stuff like this. Uh, a lot of, I mean, okay, so... Would you admit they did an admirable job considering how green they I, are? I think that what helps them uh, was... They've directed um, TV shows before. Well, they're uh, TV granted, directors, but this is their, yeah. this is their I mean, they're well, in the they big did, show they did, now. They did do The Winter Soldier. 
I had my issues with that movie too, but uh, let's, I'm not going to talk about that movie. Would and, you, would you and say I there were similar it. issues with the Winter Soldier, Soldier um, that you found in this film also that could be attributed to them? I just think that characters make decisions based on the, to service the plot that they don't necessarily follow any rational reason organically. And you, use the, you use the word organic, and it's just mm. things happen because the story needs them to happen. And I just didn't feel like it, like it was real. Like, okay, I totally understand why they're doing this. Okay, I totally understand. And, that's, and it goes to your joking where we shouldn't be joking right now. I mean, there are some really serious character issues with Captain America in this mm-hmm. movie that I had problems with. They, so they, what, like what they really, I mean, he felt no empathy for anyone. He was right and everyone else was wrong. Who is he? Captain, Captain America, America. Okay. I mean, he had he was he came across as a super douche. Now, I understand if you agreed with his his philosophy, but it was the way he carried himself about that philosophy. Like he didn't he didn't even try and and you know, look, yeah, I'm listening, I'm listening, but I'm only tokening, I'm to, only token listening to you. I already I've to already be fair, made up my mind. What what the catalyst for that particular character trait was him in Peggy, at, at Peggy Carter's funeral. No, he was there like he was like acting like that, or even before when they I were think, doing. I think that amplified it. So there was an actual plot device moving him in that direction. Plot device again. It's not really. Uh, it's it's look. I can understand you feeling sympathetic because you lost someone, but to be a total dick and well, no, not feel no, any sympathy it wasn't or empathy. Just the loss. It was the when it's uh, not enough. It's not enough. Sharon for me. was reading her eulogy yeah. and said that, you know, she stood against yeah, things it, even it, though it's, the it's, role it's was telling her she was wrong. No, it's not enough for me. Not I mean, when you're dealing with someone like Tony Stark, who's done everything that he's funded the Avengers, he's done everything that he has done. Yes, you, he has his character flaws, but so does Steve. And then the moment that that happens with the video, and, and I mean, he had to have understood how it would affect him. And he, it didn't seem like he did. It just seemed like he fought him because he had to defend himself. And then, like, even, you know, the way he threw his shield down, I mean, it was just... It it was a it was a cold way to be, and then like the end, we know he's breaking everybody out. So what? There's no nobody has to answer for any of this. Is I mean, is that what they're teaching us? That not even Cap has to answer. I mean, sure he made it out, but the other guns, the other ones made it. I mean, at the very least, you know what, Scott, you're out. You know, Falcon, you're out. At least I should put myself in because I did break the law. He broke the law, regardless if he was right or wrong. It doesn't matter, and it was just the way he that's, carried that's himself. That's actually closer. To the actual Civil War than but it we got from even most of the film. Than <laughs> you we know, got from most of the film. No, I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. But that's as close to the actual Civil War storyline that we got and, at all. And, and I'm telling Captain you, America was very okay with being a criminal be, for a good reason. You know, he felt like, okay, yeah, we're totally criminals at this point. You know, we're against, the government's against us. But... Are, are the ground that we're standing on now is solid, and I feel I, secure in doing so. And look, him breaking everybody out was just more of a again the two fingers up to the government saying, you know what, and, and I've worked fine. for you all these years, and I don't trust you right now. I'm gonna do my thing. I, I I totally understand all of that, but the movie didn't sell that for me. That's what I'm saying. It's like we're picking and choosing. It's like oh, I guess because it was like that in the comics. I'll go with it. But since I'm not familiar with, mm, I'm you know not saying that exactly. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the comics, so I'm just going by the movie. I I know there yeah, was this big I, thing. I agree that that's, you see, that's I, fair I'm because at, you don't just, have that to inform your. I'm just doing this as a position. movie review. I'm reviewing the movie, and I know it was inspired by Civil War, but I know it wasn't Civil War, right? I know it wasn't. No, that not story. nearly. No. Okay, so 
I'm watching this from just point A to point B to point C. And at the end, Rogers comes across as a, just a really uncaring, you know, it, it just, it didn't, it didn't work for me. And I don't understand how on earth they're going to redeem that character without, and, and have Tony okay with him even being in the same room with him or any of them. I mean, he literally, they're fugitives. What are they? Are they, are they fugitives? Pretty I mean, much. How, how are they going to, you know, uh, or, you know, do anything. And now people are speculating, well, now that he's going to be in the Spider-Man movie, we're going to see the Iron Spider suit. And then maybe this is where Peter Parker goes against Tony because he does that in the comics. I mean, how much crap can you can you shovel onto this guy? I mean, I'm not talking about the comic book stories. I'm talking about in the movie universe. This guy's been shit on for a while now. You know, and and it's like... Almost 100% yeah. self-inflicted. And though. it's like, and as someone watching this, I'm thinking... You know, does any, is anybody actually planning this? I mean, do we know where we're going, or are we just going one movie at a time? Because that's what this feels like. It's it feels like there's no direction. They're just going one movie at a time, and it was it's, just kind of like definitely on rails, but it's all headed towards that the big infinity war. But that has nothing to you know. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a different story though. I I don't know. I just I didn't like a lot of the characters, and also the way you know Black Widow just you know, dicked over Black Panther, and then it's like, we're all just cool What now. loyalty does she have to him, uh, though? Well, she has no loyalties to anybody, apparently. She wasn't, I mean, it was just, and at least... Well, she's definitely least more ex- loyal to, to, you know, Captain America than she would be to the Black Panther. And if it's down between them well, two, I can see her making that decision, like, well, you know, this guy's kind of an awesome guy that I've worked with for a lot of years. You're pretty cool, but... But it, in the moment... You know, tasers. tasers I, look, I totally tasers. understand where you're coming from, but you're talking about... I'm starting the fight on one side and I'm ending the fight on the other side. That's sort of her thing. Uh, that's her thing. And, and that's fine. But either she... That, again, you're... <laughs> this is not her thing in the movie universe, though. It we has can't, it is. We can't. She hasn't done this before in the movie universe. She's not been, like this. She's got well, a she back has history a, of the double agent. She, she has hasn't a had back history, cause to, though. But uh, it, it, paints a, it paints her in a really negative light. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Look, I, I know that you just said that the, the, the movie universe is playing fast and loose with the comics. Mm-hmm. We can't have it both ways. Okay, yes, if she is this way in the comics, they never really set her up no, to I'm not be saying that, that she's like that in the comics. I'm saying that this she's, is... This but was she's the, never really been... This forced her to become that. It, 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 didn't feel, it didn't feel organic to me. It just felt like, really? Yeah. Okay, now you're choosing? Yeah, now no, you're but, choosing? Again, it's serving the plot. If they were going to... And I agree with this. If they were going to make this point with her specifically jumping between sides they really should have given her a lot more screen time because how many lines did she even have i mean you know all, I, you know i saw a, a you know a meme on, on on the internet just talking about that exactly that her stunt double probably had more screen time yes. than, than, than she did than she did i mean she spent a lot of time fighting and then okay and we have a really good story in this where where this character is like seriously having to make some choices that but they all had choices. I mean, Hawkeye came out of retirement. The and budding romance a, of Scarlet Witch and, that, and Vision. Again, they all have none stories. Of it, uh, and again, that there didn't was belong. Too, the there movie. was too much happening. Yeah, and we didn't get enough of these, enough meat on any of these stories. I don't bones. think we needed to see any of the Scarlet Witch Vision stuff. I don't. I, I, I don't. Been happy that didn't it. have to be in this yeah, movie. I would have been completely happy without that and, too. And uh, and Hawkeye. I mean, I get that they needed another body because you know they needed numbers. They did give some good time to Vision. I'll give them credit because. But it didn't have to be the romantic kind of deal. That, that oh, I learning to cook. Yeah, and it's cute yeah that, because that I'm whole, a robot. Yeah, that, we didn't. I, yeah, we didn't need that stuff. Hundred percent didn't need. But him being the voice of reason because he really doesn't have a, a dog in the fight and can be yeah. a, the, the pragmatic robot that he is. 
um, worked for him, and I think more of that would have been great. But again, we that got sidelined to for for in 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 favor of the love story, which didn't land for me. Just didn't land. I don't care. And the and I need I look I the crossbones was he acting alone or was he working working with Zemo? Do you did you make any kind of connection? Nope. I believe he acted alone. Is okay. my impression. So they were all on a stakeout in Lagos, Nigeria. Expecting crossbones. Expecting crossbones because uh, apparently I, he's been he's been out in the world, you sure. know, you know, doing they've been, hun- they've been hunting. Right. Yeah. Okay. They're okay. after him. They expect him to attack the area. Right. They're staking out the wrong place. Shit gets crazy. Because I'm not 100 percent sure that people like I was not sure if there was a connection between the two, if they were working in concert, if one thing was setting up another thing, or if it was just two just occurrences. But it almost seemed like two separate movies, you know. And it's like you had that part, and then all of a sudden. You had the, the, uh, um, you know, then the then the other the accord stuff happens, and then and then then you have the, well, the, the again we talked about that earlier. That, the, yeah, and then the Winter Soldier stuff happens. The, the the need for the Sokovia Accords. Right. Um, yeah, it's just for me, you know, it was just a lot of stuff that happened inorganically. It didn't. It just happened like okay, yeah. I guess we're getting to this point That's in the story, fair. so this is why they're doing this. I get it, but it's not very good storytelling. Uh, and you know the the whole. There's a role, lot right? of films that are guilty of that. Though. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm saying this is not the only movie that's done this, but it did do it. Yeah, it did do it. It's a big sin as far as yes. you know storytelling goes, but Please not one that yeah. we're not used to. That doesn't forgive it for that at all. But it's sort of it's what we do now. Yeah, it's just, just the new normal. You know, all I ask is, please don't tell me how to feel. Show me how I should feel. Yes. And and this movie went out of its way to take tell me, me, put me in that yeah. emotional space. Yeah. I want to be taken on that journey. That's actually probably the best way I've had that put. And he's like, yeah, don't tell me how to feel. And Make I, me I feel felt that like way. several times they were telling me, okay, here you need to feel this way. Here you here you need to laugh. And so it's like, okay, mm. that was funny. But I, I don't know if it was funny that I should have been funny now, but it was funny. So it just kind of felt very by the numbers, uh, formulaic. And and it, sh- it didn't have to be. I, I was really. You know, you're talking about business, though. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, marketing. Very good. Team Cap, Team Iron Man. Whose side are you on? You so know, it's 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 it's, yeah. it's unfortunate that it's come to that. But I mean, that's. that's but I mean, it was like that in Batman and Superman. I mean, which side are you on? Team Batman, Team Superman. Same thing, mm-hmm. really. This, admittedly, landed a little better, probably. But I mean, I think people probably expected to not like that film going into it, and then once the reviews came out, it's like. It's everybody pile yeah, on. It's really hard. It's really hard to compare the two movies, honestly. They're, I, it's a, it's completely they're not different animals. Apples I, and oranges. Yes. All right. So, um, my points of what I didn't like. Um, it's minor nitpicking. I didn't. Again, this is this is me. This is Henry's opinion here. But I didn't find a lot of plot holes. You know, I, I it's very in contrast to what Richard is saying, but I, I thought the plot holes and the the story, the plan of Zemo. I think I I know I keep going back to Batman versus Superman. I'm sorry, but I thought that he had a better plan compared to uh, Lex Luthor. But that was uh, I had minor nitpickings like Black Widow after the explosion that she was in, and she's sitting across. Black Panther, she seemed pretty much well made up 
Considering she was just... Pretty cognizant, considering <laughs> there's a, a huge pressure wave that just threw her across the room. Right. I mean, she was in an explosion. She should dust or whatever, messed up hair or something. She seemed well-made Johansson. It's probably in her, in her writer. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Johansson will always look awesome. Right. Always. Right. Night, um, the road when Winter Soldier knocks over the car, and, and that's when Howard Stark is in there. there. It seems to be some random country road. That just happened to have a security camera. Well, I'm... Yeah. That one stuck in my craw, too. I'm like... I was like, really? There's a security camera there? Perfectly angled. Well, I think... Wasn't that like outside the somebody's estate or something? See, I think at the end? Maybe? But I don't know. If it, it was, was weird. If it was anywhere near Stark Estate, I mean... Or you, an estate. Somebody could like, have shouldn't he have taken him out? Like at an earlier location that maybe wasn't under surveillance, or, or even maybe he's a super badass but if assassin. Ex- footage exists. Wouldn't Tony Stark would have investigated a lot more further into the death of his parents? Yeah, I mean, look, there at some point, like, oh, look, there was surveillance where they right, crashed. Right, I should try to tra- track that tape down. Oh, it's missing. That's suspicious. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that camera was shot at. Super suspicious. And that tape, um. Baron Zemo mentioned decrypting the files that were released by Black Widow in Captain America 2. It took him a while to decrypt or whatever. So I'm assuming somewhere in those decrypted files mentions the tape, the existence of this said tape. Wouldn't she or have the already mission known? that he went on. Wouldn't uh, she have already known, though, that Cap, what Cap knew, that it Winter Soldier did this? Right, but how did Baron Zemo... No, well, that's what I'm tape. saying. Well, you're the, you're the one giving him master, master plan maker right. abilities. right. I mean, I don't know how he knew, and he was only because, uh, you know, whatever. And had it not occurred to Tony Stark to also maybe decrypt some of these files and see if he could find anything interesting yeah, out? Exactly. But I mean, don't you think? I mean, Black Widow, who's his master spy from Russia, would have known this. <clears throat> Shouldn't she have known this or been a party to this? She may have known. Well, Baron Zemo, to be fair, did spend the better part of the film questioning people on what transpired on that evening. So I think there was a suspicion that... But the presence of those files, I mean, you would think that our our baddest, assist Russian spy would have had an inkling of what happened. Well, again, well, Captain America knew, so I'm assuming Black Widow knew. Captain and, America and, never said anything. Well, that's exactly well, why right. Why should she? And, wh- and why? Why was nobody... You know, I mean, the, the rationale, every all of that was just wonky for me. It, again, inorganic. It didn't seem mm. na- organic. They gave it to us... And if you're going to like it, you're going to like it. If you're going to have issues with it, you're going to have issues with it. Yep. You know, it's it's all down to what we want to accept, right? I mean, some of us want a little bit better storytelling. Some of us are like, no, they just, they did enough. And, yeah, and, and I, that's think, it. I think they count too much on suspension of disbelief. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of films that are guilty of this. Um, well, most movies are guilty of it. Yeah, so yeah. It's, like, mo- okay, it's just it's just that it's just that yeah, it's just convenient that enjoy. on some on some movies people are willing to suspend more than on other movies. Exactly. I think if you like a movie, if you're vested, yeah, right. If you like a movie and you there's a lot of nitpickings, but if you like the movie, you're still gonna like that movie. But if you don't like that movie, those nitpickings will say, "I don't like this movie." I mean, for I mean, again, going back to Batman and Superman, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's yeah, okay. But yeah, um, for for some people that nitpick that movie, that makes some hate that movie more so. And and just using you as an example, you nitpick that move nitpick that movie as well. But you like that movie, so that didn't really sway you from that movie. That's well because if we're going to talk about Batman v Superman, there, 
there were problems. There were story problems. Absolutely, there were story problems. I just felt that, you know, I already knew that 30 minutes had been cut out. So it's not fair, I mean, that I knew that. So as I was watching it and I said, okay, that was weird. And then instantaneously I said, well, I guess that was something that was cut out. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? No, no, no. From point A to point B. I, I, I totally understand. But I'm saying you, when you find ways to explain things away, right? If I'm a, a, a huge fan of, you know, Iron Man or Cap or whatever, and I say, you know what, that didn't make sense. Oh, it doesn't matter because this line was funny and I just forgot about what didn't make sense. So we all rationalize things differently. Now, I definitely had a problem with the Africa scene and there were some definite problems at the beginning of Batman v Superman. But after the second half, the whole second half of the movie to me was, was really, really good. But I mean, if we're going to compare those two movies, we, we can't ignore the elephant in the room. You cannot compare the Russo brothers' eye to Zack Snyder's eye. Civil War, Civil, War, Civil War did not look anywhere close to as good as Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman looked amazing. And there was a lot of visual problems with Civil War. A lot of them. Yeah, I mean, wanted, there was like, like a lot of illustrated little characters just flying off the screen. And it just looked... It didn't look like it was completely made. Now, I mean, if we're going to compare the two, then we need to fairly compare the two. Because whether or not you agreed with the story decisions in Batman v Superman, everything else was amazing. Visually, it was amazing. The score was amazing. The acting was very, fairly top-notch. The only thing that people had problem with were certain cho- story choices. Yeah, the score and was I'll agree pretty with forgettable. Those. For Captain, for for, but, for Civil War. But in Civil War, there was a lot of problems. As far I mean, I can agree that there were the same story problems for me. I can agree there was Batman v Superman problems and Civil War problems. So those cancel each other out. But visually, you can't compare the two. There's no comparison. And the score and just the presence of the characters, for me, it was just not because. You just can't c- compare Russo Brothers visually to Zack Snyder. So is that something you would like really like to see um, Marvel? spend some money on is is getting seasoned they're not, directors they're not going to do that though. i know they're not it's a shame i mean they, they, they got kenneth Branagh for thor and visually that film is pretty on point um, yeah it was it was it was nice so they've had some serious directors touching their products they just seem to like really be going this route where they want malleable directors yeah they do want malleable directors they're they're following so they can, look they they're following put the them formula on rails and say give me a product and the guys and, produce and i am in no way they shape produce or a form. product that people yeah. like so there's really nothing to knock but again it's not the caliber of film that we deserve um that we could get if they spend a little bit of extra money on on the season, I mean, even director. even on the trailer for for David Ayer, Suicide Squad, even the trailer looks filmed better than Civil War. You know, even the special That's effects fair. in the trailer look better than the special effects in Civil War. There was a lot of special effects problems in this movie, and it surprised me because. I I didn't expect that. I mean, I didn't expect after all of the things that we've heard and all, after everything that's been happening, but then maybe it just comes down to the inexperience of the Russo brothers. I remember our one of one of the folks that visited us um, during our panel at uh, the South Texas Comic Con brought up that point. It's like, how is a property Marvel specifically that's known for um, its art over story? You know, using In the comics, use, using the artwork to tell the story. Yeah. Um, Making such poor decisions in in choosing its directors. Not mm-hmm. that the Russo brothers are bad directors or anything like that. I just think they're not. They ready don't have yet. the artistic yeah. flair that the Marvel universe is known for. Why isn't this right. in the cinematic universe something that Marvel should have down pat? Why 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 aren't they cornering that market too? Why don't they have the best directors possible, the best uh, directors of photography possible to make because, their yeah. vision come to life, to tell the story visually right. that maybe the spoken word doesn't. 
You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it, and that's a fair assessment. And it's like, why wouldn't you do this if you're Marvel? But again, they have this overarching vision, and getting too many artistic, you know, chefs. Well, that making means, that you, know, you had Edgar Wright deal with that. You had Joss Whedon deal with that. It's a and shame too. Ava, Ava who was originally going to be the Black Panther director, she dropped out as yes. well. Yes. Uh, now they got Ryan Coogler. Correct. And again, it's just a matter of you know Kevin Feige is the guy running the show, and a lot of people say, look, DC should have a Kevin Feige. Maybe that's true. You know, uh, it just came out this week that they promoted uh, Ben Affleck to executive producer of Justice League. Mm. He's now in uh, intimately involved behind the scenes. Uh, so there was that, an article. So there's probably a little third base action going on. Definitely <laughs> third base action. Uh, it came out that he was extremely disappointed. He's in under the, the bra, folks. <laughs> he was extremely disappointed in the critical uh, response to Batman v Superman. I mean, obviously it made money. It's not a flop. It it, it was a hit. You know, it didn't make more money or less yeah, money. You it, know what? It, people people are, piled people, on yeah. to that film and it sucks. Yeah, it's. I don't understand it, but, you know, it made you know, it almost... It was a good movie. It, it made almost $900 million. There's nothing uh, even even after film. everyone knew it was like a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. So just deal with it. But, you know, Ben Affleck now is saying, look, I'm tired. I'm, he's really tired of this because, you know, he, he doesn't involve himself. I mean, he knew what the script was before he started filming. This is a guy that just did Argo. This is a guy that just did The Town. He didn't film a bad movie, at least in his mind. And so the, the reaction that people gave this movie were like, you know what? Are people just hating on Zack Snyder? Is that what's happening? I want to know what the hell did I, he do Because to I don't know. He pissed somebody off because... He shit in somebody's cereal and this, you'll never be forgiven this, for it. Just to put things in perspective, Batman v Superman has a lower Rotten Tomato score than the original Daredevil movie. And I don't... There's no one no, on earth no, that's going no. to tell me that... Daredevil is a better movie. There's no one. Nobody can tell me this. No one with a straight face so, can tell you that. So, Come on, that's silly. It, it, so that's people silly. that throw that stuff and say, well, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> look, give me a break. It's not the okay? end-all be-all of film criticism. Let's just try and approach things and try and be fair across the board. Yes, did I like Civil War? I did. Did it have problems? Absolutely. Of course. Uh, and it just had different types of problems than, say, Batman v Superman. But Batman v Superman, in my opinion, the only problem it had were story issues. There were definite story issues and editing issues, but I think that has to do with them cutting stuff out. Now, I'm not giving that an excuse. I'm just saying that's probably the reason why that happened. And if you're this deep into our episode and you're wondering, <laughs> okay, why are these guys still making this comparison between Batman v Superman? Because and it's going to happen. Because... Well, naturally, it's going to happen because you got people on either camp that want to make, you know, one better than the one other. One better than, but, but what it is, it's each franchise's yeah. tentpole film, and they have thematically they're very similar, and it's fair to make that that assessment, um, in where they're similar and where they contrast. Um, obviously, they're completely different films tonally. They're completely different films. Uh, you know, from it's completely different universes. Well, obviously, there's the big the, style the, versus substance, perhaps. Yeah, well, style it's, versus substance, it's, and then it's not even that. It's just a complete different. You know, these. You know, one company has one vision for their characters and universe, and the other company has a different vision. Marvel has vision. Marvel has vision, but they also and have Scarlet a Witch. literally have vision, and they but they also are very formulaic, and most people agree with this. You know, it is Disney. You know, Disney has Pixar, and Pixar is very formulaic. Mm -hmm. You know, Disney knows what works, and they're going to keep doing what works. And, you know, it's a business, and they're making it's, a lot of money. It's not a bad model. It's not a bad model. It's just not very fun for the comic fan who wants to see that little little bit extra. At, and at some point, those people are going to kind of just but they say, don't, you But know, you, you, again, going back to our panel, you said it. They're not writing for us. No. 
It sucks. I mean, yeah. if you're watching us, you're probably a hardcore comic fan. They don't make movies for us. It's not for you and me. It's for, you know, Joe general, Snow, audience, the general, general audience. audience. They want the most butts in seats. And yeah. there's not a whole lot of us. It's and Disney is Disney is amazing at doing this. So, you know, kudos to them. You know, but just because they're they're excellent business. Hey, Warner is in their infancy with their yeah, and with that's their another universe. thing. And that's another thing. We're going to compare these so, two movies. We're talking about movie in number their twelve. Infancy. It's not at all fair yeah, to compare. It's not fair to compare the where two they movies. stack up to each other because we're only just getting started with the DC universe. So plenty of room for improvement. Um, not like we're starting at a very low point either. We've got two solid properties in our, yeah. under our belt. So I'm excited. You know. You know, we'll reel it back into to Civil War. I um, think we're ready for our grades. I think we are. Yes, yes. Let's uh, decide how we... Okay, well, um, uh, I know people may think that I hate... I did not hate the movie. There was a no. lot of things I really did like about the movie. I just, again, missed opportunities. I think that it could have been... I'm not going to lie. I was nervous because I, I was such a big fan of Batman v Superman. Uh, there were so many things that I liked about it, and, and it was it was hard... Uh, trying to explain away the problems that it had because I am I accept that it that it did have problems and there are some fans that just say no everything was perfect it was amazing best movie ever and I can't do anything like that um, but so going into Civil War I thought for sure for sure this movie is just going to be amazing you know all these you know initial reviews blah 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 but now that after watching it um, you know I I'm going to give it a seven I'm giving it a seven out of ten I think it's a passing score. Uh, but you know, for me, like I said, the three best things were Spider-Man, Falcon, and uh, Black Panther. And without those three characters in the movie, it's not a very good movie. Uh, that's just the way I looked at it. So seven out of ten for me. I am. I I liked it. I thought it was awesome. Hashtag Facebook. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a eight point five out of ten. Hmm. Right on. I think I'm a little closer to Henry than I am to, to Richard. Also, maybe, I, I don't know if I want to give it the extra 0.5, but it's a solid 8 for me. Um, I was wavering on the 8 or 8.5. You know, I don't know, that, I don't know that it deserves an extra half point. There was enough wrong with it to where I'm not going to completely fanboy out and say this is my favorite Marvel film of all time or favorite superhero film of all time. Um, but it was pretty pretty damn good. I had a good time watching it. It is fun. It, it is it, a fun movie. It's a fun movie. There's a lot of really good action in it. It's paced really well. And it's a long film that doesn't feel like a long film. And that's always a good sign for me. When you got to... Uh, You're you know, not checking your watch. It did kind of drag for me at the beginning a little bit. For me. Maybe I, that I, was. I thought I got off to a really fast start and, and just then never kinda, stopped. And, and, well, again, but that yeah. was my that was my uh, thing. Yeah, too. that's fair though. I mean, for yeah. you, it may have seemed that way. For me, I was like, oh, oh, we're done. Shit, you know, I was I was bummed that the movie was over. I mean, I wanted more. Yeah. Uh, which is Marvel's mo. They 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 always leave you wanting more. They mm-hmm. by the numbers fits. Yeah, it's, that's it's, my mo too. And with that, we leave you. So feel free to comment uh, below. We're on Facebook. We're mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, and. Like, subscribe, f- feel free to counter on any of the points that we made. And uh, thank you very much for joining us and see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.
And as an added bonus, we mm-hmm. have the first ever fan submitted trailer video i guess what do you want to call yeah, it yeah this was a, an experiment we decided to do we have a very small but loyal fan following and we would like to thank you all for he's kind uh, of an experiment himself i think he is he's a very very <laughs> talented individual but we would really like to thank you all for joining us on this journey wait, I mean, wait, who, who are we talking about our fans in general but we who, have whose video 40 we subs about? now we have a very special individual who has submitted the first ever fan review now, this may be a, a larger segment in the future, but I think uh, without well, any but, further but who, ado... Who is this again? This is the one and only Barry, Barry Tarver. Tarver. So, I guess... The, 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 wait a minute. The Barry Tarver? The Barry Tarver. I have two of his books. Self-help... Uh, this same Barry Tarver. That's the same oh, one. Oh, I can't wait. I can't Get, wait to I watch know, it. I know, I know. Like, I just got followed by Tazon Day on Twitter, and I thought I'd hit it. But now but that Barry Tarver... Barry Tarver... Oh, my God. I can't wait to see this. Subscribe to us on YouTube and submitted a fan review. I, I'm, I'm beside myself. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Tarver. That's, um, that's great. I'm honored. I, I, I'm humbled, yes. actually. Thank you, Barry. Honestly, thank you. Thanks, no Barry. further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Barry Tarver. Barry Tarver. Awesome. Hey there, True Believers. My name is Barry Tarver, and I'm a motivational speaker. But on the side, I review movies. And today, I'm going to tell you my thoughts about Civil War. Captain America Civil War. Now, this movie had my tummy turning the whole time. I don't know if it was two hours or one hour, because everything moves so fast. First, you got the Iron Man. He's zipping around, zippity zip, 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 minding his own business. And then you got the Captain America, and he's like, ping, 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 ping. And then they get into a fight. I want to do this. And Captain America's like, but I don't want to do this. And then they start fighting against each other. And I was like, oh, my Lord, how am I going to finish this big, large box of popcorn? But I did it anyway. (laughs) But they were fighting, and I was on the edge of my seat, and I was like, why are they fighting, and why is this a civil war? I was was so nervous. But then, but then this fella came into the picture, and he was like, wee, wee, I'm spinning around, and I'm spinning, I'm shooting webs, ping, 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 ping. Oh, my Lord. I was like, who am I going to root for? This cutie patootie is a spider or this handsome devil is Captain America or this big old Iron Man. You're not iron when you got a soft heart, Iron Man. <laughs> I knew it. I'm not going to do any spoilers. All I got to say is you got to see this movie. You have to. I ate a big, large box of popcorn. I drank a large cherry Coke because I like my Coke, but I like it a little sweet. And I also love this movie. So remember, go see it. Barry Tarver gives it a do-do-do. So do what you want to do.